Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Second episode on a Saturday, man. Dude, uh, so this hurricane, <laughs> boy, there's uh, not much. It's a little windy right now. It's probably, winds are probably 15 to 20. Picked up from maybe 10 miles an hour this morning. Trees are bending a little bit, but we were supposed to be like in the heat of it right now, and there's just uh, not much happening. Like I said, I, I think it got downgraded to a tropical depression or something like that. It sounds like a... <laughs> I've had tropical depression before. <laughs> You're like sipping a pina colada, but you want to kill yourself. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> so... Um... So I got to the gym this this morning. It's a Saturday. I got there around 6 o'clock. And let me tell you, what just a fantastic group of specimens. There's just, when you're around other high-caliber people, so first thing you notice when you pull into the lot, they're all nice cars. A couple Ashton Martins, a bunch of BMWs, you know, just nicer, nicer vehicles. And then you go in... And I go to the locker room. It's very quiet. There's probably maybe 15 of us there total. Um, and I come out of the locker room and I go over and I was hitting chest today. And I go over to the incline and, uh, you know, I'm starting to stack on weight. I just, I'm looking around and everybody's just, I mean, and what's interesting is most people were probably in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. But just absolute specimens, like top one percenter physiques. Not like giant bodybuilder, you know what I mean? But like just very you know, big arms. Just, just, you know, this one older guy. So the owner, Mike, he's got to be, I think he's in his 50s or 60s. He's so hard to tell because he looks so young, but I know he's an older guy absolutely diced like he's got that dry look to him where like it's just skin and muscle you know what I mean you could see the serrations under on his abs where those obliques like on the side um just absolute just just a weapon and I'm just thinking like yeah who else would be here at six o'clock on a Saturday you know what I mean the one percent here we are I'm going to sound so arrogant, but I love being a part of the 1%. Why? Because I earned it. I earned it. I would say even top 0.5, top half a percent. You know, there's people out there that are vastly more. I'm not just talking about, like, financial wealth. I'm talking about you're well, you're well off financially, and you're in great shape physically, you got things good. Like if you're if you make over six figures and you have a great physique, you're a half of a percenter. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Go to an air you don't believe me, go to an airport. Go sit in an airport. Pick out how many people you see that are in phenomenal shape. So it's just cool when you're in the gym like that in the morning and you're around everybody else is in phenomenal shape you know you go midday or end of the day you get a lot of people that it's great to see them there that are just getting into shape right you get there that early on a saturday all half percenters half percenters what i'm going to start to call it now all half percenters 
I mean, how many people are you going to find that are clean cut, very well, like very good shape, just clean looking, I appreciate clean looking people, clean smelling people, nice vehicle, I, I just, I love being around that time, it's, it's, it's really hard not to be motivated, like I was in there and uh, yeah, I had a couple, because it was a different crowd, um, because usually Saturdays I'll either do Muay Thai or Jiu Jitsu or something like that. So it's like a different crowd in there. And, uh, you know, a lot of people I hadn't seen before, a lot of people that hadn't seen me, you know, so I had a lot of people come up to me and just say, oh, holy shit, you're strong, blah, 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 blah. And it's just, it motivates you, it pushes you, it drives you. It's like, yeah, dude, these are the people I want to be around. These, like, I feel at home here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And where's everybody else? Hung over, in bed, fat, you know what I mean? Just at home, just sleeping in a, in a puddle of greasy sweat, <laughs> you know? And it's like I'm driving right now, the roads are empty. I love this. This is this makes my home more, this, this is my kind of stuff right here. <laughs> the only humans I've interacted with today have been high caliber and my mood is so much better. I gotta find somewhere where I can live where I'm only gonna be exposed to high caliber people. You know what I mean? And I'm talking like good high caliber people. Like not the high caliber person that's able to like do coke until three in the morning and then go to the gym still. I don't wanna be around that. Cause like immediately I think of where I go, okay, Miami, nah. Don't wanna get mixed up in that crowd. I'm talking just good people. Good people. They're everywhere. They're just, you know, they're few and far between because they're half percenters. You know what I mean? Just, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how uh, people do it. I don't know how people just let themselves go. I just don't, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just thinking about how many fat people there are. I'm like, how... You just, you don't, and I'm not even like trying to be mean. It's just like you don't even know how good you could feel. You don't even know how good you could feel. You know, there's this guy the other day, you know, a big fat guy, and he's like, well, I used to be a power lifter, and then I got a hernia. And I'm like, okay, so you got a hernia, so you can't lift heavy. I'm like, why are you fat? What you can't lose, you can't like maintain a decent decent shape with a hernia. My friend Alex lost uh, how many pounds did he lose with a hernia? He lost like thirty pounds and had a hernia all through seventy five hard. He did it, and I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, you gained fifty pounds. Like, how does a hernia make you gain fifty pounds? Oh my shoulder! <laughs> it's always the shoulders. It's uh, with guys. It's the moment a guy tells me my shoulder, my opinion of him decreases 25%, which is a big chunk, at least. Because the it's just, I, I'm, I want to get so angry and fired up right now, and I've already mulched over this, so I don't want to do it again. But the shoulder thing drives me nuts. You see these guys, I, I run into them constantly. Shoulder injury, shoulder, shoulder. So why do you look like a bag of soy milk? You know what I mean? What, you can't hit the elliptical. You know what I mean? You can't ride a bike. You know? You can't run. 
You can't leg press and squat. You know what I mean? There's so much you could do. You got to do things when you do. Th so, okay. So this is really what I want to say. You have to do high caliber things if you want to run into high caliber people. It's that simple. If you want to increase your likelihood of expanding your network. Like I was telling my wife the other day, I am very, you know, my wife and I were talking about like all the people I know. I am very proud of my network. Very proud. I've got doctors and lawyers and business owners and millionaires and multi-millionaires and just innovators and tech people. And, but dude, you name it. If you needed something, I could point you to boom in a, in a heartbeat. I'm very, very proud of my circle. And the way that you get a really high caliber circle is you do high caliber things. You're going to run into high caliber people. Like fancy restaurants, you know what I mean? Going out to eat at fancy restaurants, I think is a good thing because who goes to fancy restaurants? High caliber people, people that can afford it, right? Morning. Good morning. How, How are you? Jinx. Good. <laughs> good to see you. Could I do uh, two everything bagels with some cream cheese, please? Yeah. And then uh, throw $3 on there as a tip. Thank you. Of course. Something my eyeball. I did. I've been on a bagel kick. Been on the bagel kick. On the bagel grind. You know, you get tired of something, you overeat it. Exactly. My favorite's the blueberry bagels with strawberry cream cheese. Damn. Next time I come through, I'm gonna try that. Okay. Great call. Thank you. I appreciate you. Girls here are so nice. You know why they're nice to me? Because I'm nice to them. There you go. High caliber activities. I'm on one today. I'm not even, you know, just, whoa, we hit the curb. <laughs> ah, it doesn't get any better than that. She was about to say I'm not even trying to be humble. Wham, humble pie, curb. That's right, we got the off-road diesel truck. Eat that curb alive. Eat it up. It's my curb. I'll make you my, you know. Anyways, that's right, you like it, don't you, Mr. Curb? Mrs. Curb? Something's so wrong with me. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's so simple, dude. You want to meet super like if you want if I were trying if I were trying to get in shape and I wasn't in shape and I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I would you know you could pay a personal trainer, you could watch YouTube videos, you could blah 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 blah. What I would do is I would get up super early. I would try to go to the gym as early as I could between 4.30 and 6 o'clock. And I would just keep showing up, keep showing up and build relationships and try to find the guy with the body that I wanted to have or pushing the weight that I wanted to have and ask him to start working out with me. That simple. Yeah, you can hire a personal trainer, pay a bunch of money, or you could just stroke somebody's ego that looks better than you like seriously, if that's if, if if I was a fat slob, and I'm like, all right, I'm tired of being a fat single slob, and and disgusting to look. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And <laughs> it's disgusting to look at this poor girl. It's probably like, who the hell is this guy talking to? It's disgusting to look at. 
right, just a pitiful excuse for a human being, I would, I would start getting up early and going to the gym. I'd swallow my fear. Man, what if people judge me? Well, they probably are because you let your big fat ass get out of shape, right? People are judging you whether you go to the gym or not. I'm judging you when you're pumping gas. Like, look at that grotesque, disfigured person. <laughs> Seriously. So you might as well go to the gym. You know what I mean? At least in the gym, people are like, oh, he's fat, but hey, he's trying. It's good to see him here. That's what I think. Like, holy smokes, that guy's fat, but man, he's here. He's trying. If he were to ask me for help, I'd be the first in line to help him. But when I see you at the gas station, sitting in your car with fat spilling out around your seatbelt, eating a Twinkie, that's where I say mean things about you in my head. So you might as well go to the gym. So if I was just a grotesquely disfigured fatty, uh, I would go to the gym early and I would just be very friendly. I'd talk to people. I'd ask. I'd ask. See, there's a lot of big guys in the gym that love to teach. Like most people that have gotten really good at something want to share that knowledge. I love, love when people ask me how to do something in the gym. I've had, you know, instances where kids will come up to me, young guys usually, and they're like, hey, we saw you doing this lift the other day. How come you're, how come you're doing this? So, so when you put your knees together, this is, I'll show them a squat variation, a quad focus squat variation. It's just so much, I love it. So you get your big, fat, grotesque ass into the gym. <laughs> and you start building relationships with people. And then one day you get a good enough relationship with somebody, you know, that is, you know, Jim that goes to the gym. Hey, Jim. You mind if I start working out with you even if it's just twice a week? I don't want to get in on your routine. I don't want to cramp your style. I would just, you know, I, I see you working really, really hard. I want to look like you. I want to be like you. Um, do you mind even if it's just once a week? And I guarantee he tells you you can work out with him anytime. There you go. Free personal trainer. Maybe you buy him a, a Gatorade at the end of the session. You know what I mean? Bro, that's... Uh-oh. All right. The wind's starting to pick up now. People's garbage cans are flying all over the place. How? Why would you... You know you got a hurricane coming, and you left your stupid, empty garbage can outside of your house. We've known about this for two weeks now, people. You got garbage... People. There you go. Low-caliber activity. You know what else? You know what's a low-IQ uh, uh, behavior? Let's go through low-IQ behaviors. Oh, that seagull's going for a ride. <laughs> That seagull just got blown 50 feet west. That was wild. Um, you know what are some low IQ... So anyways, to, to wrap that up. Get around high caliber people. Go do high caliber things. Okay, so I, I do want to touch... I want to go back on this topic. So before I talk about low IQ people. <laughs> going to the gym super early, you're going to run into high caliber people. Uh, doing martial arts, you're going to run into high caliber people that are super disciplined. Um, going to nice fancy restaurants. Go like I would. I like if I were trying to like get ahead and build a network. I would go to the bar. You know, I'm not saying become an alcoholic, but I would go to a really nice bar, like a really nice restaurant's bar. You know, same time every day around five, six o'clock, and just start building relationships with some of the regulars there. You're gonna bump. You're gonna bump elbows with a couple millionaires. I guarantee it. Um, I always did. 
I like I can remember uh, Napa Prime, this place in Pittsburgh. Um, always bumped into people that were very very wealthy there. So I mean, if you don't live anywhere near nice restaurants, I don't I don't know how to you can travel. I don't know. But those are like some tips. Those are some tips. Um, but low IQ activities. Driving slow. Driving slow is low IQ. Slow people. Now there's there's a difference between being slow and being methodical. Like I don't like to look like I'm rushed because it looks like I'm at the mercy of somebody else and I don't answer to anybody. <laughs> I ain't rushing for no one, right? But I move quick. There's a difference between moving quick and effectively and rushing around, right? But moving slow, driving slow, walking slow is low IQ. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. There's you if you don't have there should be something in you that's like driving you to get to the next task. And if you don't have that NGMI, not going to make it. You're not going to make it. So driving slow, walking slow, moving slow, low IQ. Chewing with your mouth open. <laughs> Eating your food with your lips smacking together is low IQ behavior. Shut your damn lips when you're eating your food, okay? It's amazing that you got to tell adults this. But there's this guy yesterday, get my protein shake, standing behind me, he's eating a banana, his lips are smacking together. I'm like, dude, how do you, how, how have you gotten into your 30s and nobody's like, I would flick you right on your upper lip. Bink, bink, just enough to bounce it off your upper tooth, your, your top teeth. You know, it's going to hurt. Maybe swell up a little bit. Bink. <laughs> Chewing with your mouth open. Low IQ. Um, oh. <laughs> Listening to anything the government has to say about anything is extremely low IQ behavior. Extremely low IQ. Getting the vaccine thinking that raw milk is bad for you all this stuff it's so funny I've been eating raw liver raw milk raw this raw testicle raw kidney I've been doing all kinds of red meat I'm the antithesis of government mandated health and I'm in better shape than 99 and a half percent of the population what does that tell you so listening to the government about anything low IQ very low IQ. Thinking that cows cause climate change is beyond low IQ. It's unfathomably retarded. Okay. Um, oh, here's one. Whatever cry of the media becomes your cry too. Ukraine. Stuff like that. BLM. Very low IQ behaviors. And let's face it, people align themselves with these causes because they want to feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves, which they are. You are part, you are another just useless, dirty cog in the amalgamous mess of decay. <laughs> you, you're just another little tiny sprocket or whatever 
in the giant military industrial complex's machine forever chugging onward towards war if it wasn't ukraine it'd be some other proxy war and some other bullshit country right not that ukraine's a bullshit i'm not saying i love ukraine i got ukrainian friends okay i'm just saying like another bullshit war you know for another bullshit reason um what else is low iq behavior public school public school low iq excuse making well i can't because of this low iq low iq behavior um what else is low iq oh huh. thinking that like you can't make money on commission is low iq very low iq wanting to talk to an hr department low iq wanting an offer letter for a job low iq um just when i used to work in staffing yeah, i need an offer letter when can i talk to somebody in the hr department shut up deborah you know what i mean just just quiet Gee, enough out of you listening to women low iq i shared this video the other day this guy he busted he like hit a bump somewhere and a bunch of garbage fell out of the back of his truck which i think he was there cleaning up the neighborhood and just accidentally dropped some and the woman reporter sticks her microphone in his face why didn't he come back and pick it up he's like listen first of all i don't take no orders from no woman i don't take no orders from no woman i'm like yes brother yes right there smash the gynocracy 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 that's what it is smash it don't listen to these women women dude Pfft. sorry ladies i got it's funny because i've got more female listeners than i do male and y'all agree with me in fact i notice y'all get especially fired up and agree with me when i start going in on women because you realize how this really small little sect of women's ruin it for ruining it for everybody else you know there's this little group of women the karens that just want to suck the fun out of everything right the weird place needs to be professional and safe shut up no way i want to be swinging from the rafters i want to be smoking cigars in my office with no pants on shirtless chest hair out with a yarmulke on i'm not even jewish and i'm gonna wear it anyways and there's nothing you can do about it you know why because i don't have an hr department for any of my companies <laughs> big fatty come on bring it <laughs> it's just you know you gotta you gotta stop bending the knee to these women dude i i keep telling guys i'm like you just gotta you gotta start tell we gotta go back to tell women to shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just, hey, 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 hey. Shut shh, shh, shut up. Shut up. Sit down. Shh, sit down. Shut up. Women aren't used to getting told to shut up. Uh, because they're not used to having bad behavior corrected. So let me give you a great example. See, yesterday, um, I'm driving back from the gym and there's this there's this light, traffic light. And the car in front of me is probably about 20 feet ahead of me. And he goes through the green light. We're going straight, right? So we are going straight, let's just say south. 
there's northbound traffic coming the other way. And there's this person sitting trying to make a left-hand turn. So the guy in front of me, 20 yards ahead of me, goes through the light. And then this lady goes to go and then, like, slams on her brakes because I'm clearly coming through the light after him. It's green. And she has the audacity to wave me on. Like, oh, you, like, somehow she thought making the left-hand turn at a green light, she had the right away. Like, I'm just going to cut you off and have you figured out. Oh, no, I decided against it last second because I see you have a giant truck. You pulverized me. So I'm just going to wave you on. So she waves me on, and right as I'm going through the green light, I see her, boom, double birdies. Flips me off. For what? Going through a freaking green light? And I said, you know what? I've got time for this bullshit today. So I slammed on my brakes. I kid you not. I spun the back of the truck around. And followed her. And I didn't tail her. <laughs> I didn't break any traffic laws other than what I whipped the car around. Probably. And I followed her for about five to seven minutes. And after about five, six minutes, I could see her starting to get hysterical. Like she kept reaching for something in her car. She started swerving. Then I see her get on her phone. I'm like, all right, I don't want to get shot by somebody's husband today or some dumb cop. So I, uh, I, I let her go. But I can guarantee you right now that B-I-T-C-H is never going to do something like that again. I guarantee it. Because I know I could see in the frantic... In her, I could see in her beady little eyeballs in her rear view mirror. She's like, I've made a mistake. I know she thought for a second, obviously, her life wasn't in danger. I would never hurt her. But I know, looking at her, that she thought for a little bit that she might die or get hurt. And I loved it. Loved every second of it. I don't want women to feel like they're in danger. I don't want them to feel like they're going to die or get hurt. But... The way I look at it is I did her a favor. Because better you run into me, somebody that would never hurt you, that would want to protect you instead and cherish you because you're a woman, as opposed to some absolute psychopath looking for a reason that would follow you to your house and kill you with a crowbar in front of your kids. So the way I look at it, I did her a favor. And I did everybody else a favor. Because we're not going to have this psycho out here running people, just flipping people off and making very aggressive, dangerous left-hand turns at lights. Society needs to start correcting the bad behavior of women again. There, there's no more powerful and dangerous a force than a bunch of unmarried, angry, or people that are or women that are married to weak men. Angry disenfranchised, mind warped by birth control and seed oils women. Dangerous. Very, very dangerous. So we need to start correcting the behavior of these women again. I don't let I don't let bitches get away with anything anymore. I don't. I don't let them get away with anything. I've I've been uh, there was another incident a couple months ago. I don't even think I talked about this one. This lady was very rude. Uh, at the gym to this girl that was making her a protein shake. Basically told her she was taking too long. Oh, it doesn't always take this long. Why don't you, I've got, I have a meeting. I said, and I said, hey, 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 just like that. Just like that. Like, hey, 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 lady. I said, she's 
working on it. She can't make the blender blend any faster. I said, I said, you need to be polite and wait in line like the rest of us, and you will get the shake in the order that you ordered it. And she just stood there looking at me and she goes, Well, I just I'm 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 used to I have a schedule. I'm used to it only taking a couple of minutes. I said, Did you see how many people were in front of you? You were the third or fourth one to order. Another incident. But you could see in her face, she's not used to being corrected at all. You should have seen it. And then she apologized. She apologized, walked out, tucked her tail between her big fat legs and waddled out. And then there was another one the other day at the gas station. The, the chip reader wasn't working. So the poor girl behind the counter had to ring this lady up three times. And she starts huffing and puffing. And I said, I said, excuse me. I said, is there something wrong? And she looks back at me and she's like, well, I, I just, I don't understand why this thing won't work. It always works. It's like women just expect everything in the universe to just open up for them, right? It's just so funny. So funny. She said, it always works. I said, well, is it her fault right now that it's not working? She's like, well, no, I guess not. It's just, you know, they, they should really update their system here. And I said, all right. I said, why don't you buy your own gas station and update it? And she laughed. I'm like, I'm dead serious. I'm like, why don't you buy your own gas station and update this stuff? I never do around my wife because it mortifies her. She, my wife's seen me correct a couple people out in public before. Um, which is long story short, I do not let these she-boons get away with bad behavior anymore. I will correct you because your your stupid pencil-necked husband won't do it. I'll do it. And I'll correct women right in front of their husbands. Just like I'll correct people's kids right in front of them. Oh, you never want to correct somebody's kids out in public in front of... I will. <laughs> I'm on a mission to start... So I'm going to start correcting bad behavior everywhere I see it. I'm going to be the world's principal. All right, that's enough. I'm tired too much pre-work. I'm getting out of here. Love you guys.